Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP podcast reviews edition. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me is my bestest best friend in the entire world, Trebax. How are you doing, Trebax? Top, all good. Recoup- uh, just recovering from tiring week. How about yeah. you? Uh, yeah, recovering from vacation. And uh, for the ones that have been following us, we took a, a little break. Um, I went to Chicago to do a little mini reunion with my cousins over the weekend. Nice. But we are very, very excited to discuss uh, a very, very special show, very yes. special book, very special graphic novel, very special um, um, audiobook um, uh, in our uh, friend group, uh, possibly mm-hmm. the, the, the source material that really opened my eyes into graphic novels when... I was when I was a wee little boy. This week we'll we be discussing uh season one of Netflix's Sandman, the series based out of the Sandman graphic novel by Neil Gaiman. Um for that though, a little bit of housekeeping. If you have not gone to our channel before, if this is your first time, welcome. Thank you very much for viewing. We hope that you like the content. We are the plus six three HP boys. We uh review. Uh, content uh, so that you guys know whether you can spend your hard-earned resources and time and watch it by yourself with your friends and with your family uh, this show the reviews uh, um, program comes out twice a week mondays and tuesdays we will do one movie of the week and one series of the week uh, to deep dive uh, with my brothers here and then give you our opinions we rate them at the end uh, and uh, give you all of the details on why you should or shouldn't watch this particular show or series. Uh, on Wednesdays, we drop our D&D show. This is a recording of our very, very first D&D campaign. A bunch of middle-aged old men doing Amen. their very, very first uh, D&D campaign. We never had resources when we were younger. Now we do. Now we are. We're recording it for posterity and for your entertainment. On Thursdays, we have our React show. We curate a select number of featurettes, clips, uh, short videos, trailers mostly. React to them and see which ones are we most hype about. So you too can track and follow the ones that you might be interested in watching in the future. We also have, or at least Chubax and our other RJ has, a second D&D campaign. Uh, those episodes come out every Friday. So every day of the week, as long as we record uh, regularly or as long as we record something during the week, you'll have five full days worth of content to enjoy. Um, if you want to watch us, you're watching us right now, uh, go to youtube.com plus 63HP. Uh, hit the like, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know when our new videos drop. You can also follow us on social, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, um, Twitter. The handle is at plus63hp. Uh, and if you don't want to watch us, video on demand, you just want to listen to us while you are working or doing your chores, uh, just search plus63hp on the podcasting app of your choice. We will surely be there. We particularly like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon, but we're everywhere. Pandora, uh, Bandcamp, whatever. We're there. Uh, listen to us. Um, 
And uh, we'd love to um, hear your comments and we'd love to discuss with you further all of the content that we are discussing. Housekeeping done. Now we go to the meat of the story. Uh, we are discussing the season one of The Sandman. The Sandman. Before we go to the synopsis of this 10-episode masterpiece, uh, let's just do like a very, very quick uh non-spoilery review for those ones that haven't really seen the 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 series yet you're debating because it is 10 episodes that is quite a lot of time you've never heard of sandman you don't know what graphic novels are you don't know what this graphic novel is based out of um what did you think of season one in general Shabbat? i loved it i loved it um maybe some hiccups in the special effects but that's expected can't I mean unless you have unlimited budget then mm-hmm. it doesn't need it anyways you know as long as it was creative enough and which they were so yeah it was I guess you could say it was close to everything I wanted mm-hmm. you know as a sandman as one of my most beloved you know as you said near and dear to our hearts this graphic novel the series um, now I really hope they they get to finish it and yeah. I'm even more excited that um, I hope we get more like one, you know, those one shot episodes, like just mm-hmm. him as a cat, you know, stuff like that. I, I <laughs> just heard that story. I, I can't wait. I hope they keep going. That was uh, my my knee jerk initial reaction as well is it was wonderfully done. Like 90% of the cast that they put in the in every single episode was quite perfect for the roles that they were casted in um this has been in, in a, there has been a very long storied documented um uh backstory in terms of how this was being adopted i think this was this has been tried to become adopted since 1991 so long. you know various films various uh pub- publishing houses but various studios um, but I think them putting it out as a series slash binge type on Netflix really makes it like a very a perfect vehicle for a story like this. I was the Can only you... concern that no. Go ahead. what's your concern? No. Like, like my concern when I heard that Netflix was already doing it, you know, Neil was Neil Gaiman was on there. Uh, they had. Um, you know, David S. Goyer, a lot of very, very, you know, um, strong creatives behind this particular IP and Netflix. So I I wasn't, and Netflix had, at least during the time that this was being made, somewhat love, they, were, they had infl- they had a lot of resources. So I knew it was going to look good. They were going to cast great. Um, my concern was I didn't know their... Um, their strategy in terms of how to adapt the books. Are they going to adapt all 10 volumes in one season, first five volumes in one season, one volume per season? I didn't know how they were going to combine different storylines and books. And and I realized I haven't read the books in quite some time. I know. And then when I watched all 10 episodes, I was like, it was, I think it was properly... Um, chunked together like the mm-hmm. first bunch of episodes was about this the middle episode was my favorite and it was cinematic masterpiece Four or five, six. and then the last 
Yeah. Oh my God. Four, five, six was the best. Five. Five. And <laughs> it was, Cinema and Morpheus wasn't even there. It was great. Um, and then the the last bits uh about the vortex was also was kind of like, oh, it made sense. There was a little bit of like hiccup going from act two to act three of the season, but um I it's realized just, that it's just like it started a little more like a new series because we, we got introduced to a lot. But once you mm-hmm. start because these all of these characters are really likable and you really are drawn mm-hmm. to all of them. Mm-hmm. So you know that yeah, I agree. There's a kind of a hiccup because it's like start, but we're gonna get a lot of that. We're gonna get a lot of starts from starts from scratch. The only thread is Morpheus or the dreaming. So it, it was it was so good. I, I again, I this is one of those very very unique experiences where usually it's either I love it so much. Let's do it week on week so that we can discuss every week, mm-hmm. or I love it so much I couldn't stop watching it. This was one of the unique instances when I started watching it. Saw the first three, four episodes. I had to stop and absorb. Me, me as well. It's like I, I don't want to say I, I don't want to continue. It's like there's certain lines that they did, but overall, like this is one of those things where um, non-spoilery. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Most of the actors were great. There's a few that I will will discuss later that I was like, huh. Um, I don't know about that one person because uh, they're really, really, um, you know, screwing up the scene. But um, it sounds great. The effects, of course, it was a little bit janky at times. But the idea is, I think it works because it is the world of something that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to, we don't know what realistic looks like there. Mm -hmm. And for me, the 10 episodes was perfect that that quantity was perfect as i figured if they made this like a six to eight episode season a little too short a little too congested and if we made it longer than 10 10 episodes we might forget about the first two episodes where a lot of the a lot of the things a lot of the themes and threads were still being built up on so this is one of those things that i truly enjoyed and i i I cannot wait to for the next season but i actually can you know they take your time don't don't worry about it don't worry about it this is great um all right with that um chibox i'll give it up to you what's our quick synopsis about uh sandman season one and then we'll discuss so yeah so we'll basically start with the basics there we have morpheus or the sandman or the king of dreams he's like you can call him the king of dreams. You can call him dream him itself. Dream. Yeah, it could it mm-hmm. can be the personification of dream, and uh, yeah, this is basically his story. Does um intertwined with the lives of uh, other supernatural beings and regular people, and so the first thread which goes so the first episode basically is just um like a magic uh, a cult that mm-hmm. uh, wants to capture death but they captured dream instead so in capturing dream they didn't know that they kind of mm-hmm. fucked up the, the the dreaming world which is very connected with the waking world so there's a lot of things that are happening that if you don't watch closely you're gonna miss the interconnectedness of it all but uh so they captured dream he was uh captured for like uh close to a century or maybe uh, around around the century and he didn't speak and then 
they t- they took his tools. Those basically the some main thing. They took his mm-hmm. helmet, his ruby, and his pouch of sand that he's come to rely on. So, anyways, after a hundred years, he's able to escape. And then the first uh, three, four, uh, five episode, uh, the second episode to the fifth episode is him trying to get all all those back. So we have uh-huh. an adventure where he tries to get his sand pouch from um, London from uh, Johanna Constantine. And um, uh, so they they look for it, they find it. There's some adventures there, um, and he find he finds a pouch first, and then go then on an episode four he he goes to hell, faces off with Lucifer to find out to get his helm back. It's helm. Mm-hmm. And then episode five is uh, he tries to get this uh, ruby back. And of course, he he gets it there. And then episode six is him like um, this is like like, like the call um, the fall. You know, after the sugar hype, you're all adrenaline. Mm-hmm. You're on a journey. You're on a quest. And then this is like the aftermath. And it's like he's left with nothing. So he meets up with his sister, Death. And then no real purpose. Oh well, no no main purpose. No main storyline to kind of quest. So he's just. Yeah, trying like, to reconnect like us with, also uh, like he's also mm-hmm. trying to reconnect with with his function in this world and that leads up to the my favorite one of my favorite single issues of any series any title the one with um hobgoblin hobgoblin oh i i was gonna say so, there's i was debating whether my favorite um storyline would be uh had hob hobgoblin or, Vampire story, or, Highlander story, whatever, or the, the walk and one. talk with uh, with, death. with death, and then they uh, had it in the same I, episode, and they and had it in the, the same episode. Oh, uh, twenty four seven is kind of like the uh, oh sorry, um, the sound of our wings. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then for just the fina- the final act seven eight, uh, I guess yeah seven eight nine ten, it's all about a lot of things coming together, um. There's like uh, the main crux is there, there's a dream vortex that is one of the main functions of Morpheus as or dream is to contain it and kill it, make sure it doesn't destroy the the walls of the dreaming and the waking world. But this is a person, and it also ties in with his missing nightmares and dreams. Um, a galt, uh, galt. Um, the Corinthian the and Fiddler's and Fiddler's Green. Fiddler's Green. And then, and then we also have this the the dream we also see through the story the story through the eyes of Rose, who turns out to be the Dream Vortex, looking for her her brother, and the house that she's staying in Florida uh, Cape Cape what was it Cape 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 May. Yeah, any something some place in Florida, she stays in this B and B. That has the Cape Kennedy, Cape Cape Kennedy, Kennedy, one of the most interesting uh, group of people you'll ever find. But the one I loved about us, like they're so different, but they're so all together. You know, they're they're all Mm -hmm. helpful, they're all nice, which is so nice. And then basically, basically, what happened in the end was that when Sandman was captured, there were a lot of there were over a million people all over the world that couldn't wake up. They were stuck in the dreaming. And, or couldn't sleep. There's a lot of yeah, like, sleep stuff. that also. But anyways, his sibling, Desire, raped one of them who was asleep. And 
in doing that uh the vo- vortex that um unity who was who couldn't wake up was supposed to be the vortex but because she woke up uh, she couldn't wake up and she was raped she gave birth and then it ended up to be her great granddaughter rose the vortex came the the came into and one of the only rules of the endless san morpheus family is you can't kill family yep so desire manipulated the circumstances so that if when sandman kills rose the vortex the vortex which is one of his main duties it it will be Mm -hmm. also incidentally technically his family so he'll Mm -hmm. be killed also so or he has to die or something like that but they were able to find it out and uh, in the end unity took back the vortex and she was the one that uh, morpheus killed and rose was able to continue living and be with his brother and yeah that, that's basically the, the gist of it and uh dream was gr- angry at uh uh desire and told her not to interfere in his business again and then that's where we end season season one. Oh, and uh lucifer having plans for oh. hell but then it's cut off i thought they were gonna show it but yeah that's uh, uh something I, for that's her. that's the cool thing about this season because one all right uh, we have to address that sandman the graphic novel all 100 issues all 10 uh, volumes. 75 i think 70, yeah it's the ish. it's the epitome of not just comics not just books but the epitome Literature. of storytelling yes right it's the 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 source material is so rich in the story the original author masterfully crafted this world all of these stories woven it together both in an individual structure because that's what you mentioned i know we're doing like a very quick synopsis but any summary any synopsis will not do justice in terms Mm -hmm. of how how every single individual character within each episode that had multiple characters in them kind of um, builds up to the episode and that episode builds up to a small storyline and that small storyline builds up to a bigger storyline. Um, and it's not even the, the storyline themselves. The, even the, the singular lines themselves makes you think because all of this is concepts that anybody cannot understand. Even just the idea of the main character, Endless. The Endless are they're they're older and sometimes more powerful than gods but sometimes they are not like even humans can um can as we can see we start the season as dream being captured being kept in prison for a hundred years by regular fucking cult members right so the idea of this is even that idea alone breaks our understanding of these mythical stories or mythical creatures like oh you're a god you're xyz yeah but you know everybody has either a limit or everything can be either contained or released or captured or hurt or loved or taken so even that idea on the very very first episode it took me a while to kind of re re rejigger my memories like wait okay we start with Morpheus being captured by um, Roderick Burgess, etc., etc., and then within that, there's a little storyline about those early days. What happens when 
people don't dream. What happens when people <clears throat> can't wake up from their sleep? What happens when they cannot sleep? So there's all of these like very basic things to kind of let you walk a little bit. And then we go further and further and then not to with, you know, escaping in, in the tools of escape and the tools itself have their own stories. Like the, the sand does one thing, uh, mm. makes him travel, traverse all wherever, capture all, all dreams. The helm, I keep forgetting what the, it does. I know. I, I didn't got, I don't remember at all. It didn't, she, he didn't yeah. really do Maybe protection, I don't know, armor. Maybe, yeah. We'll, we'll do that. But, but like, among all of that, the, the ruby is the most important thing because the ruby makes dreams come true. So that's why, you know, we start with the with the sand. He got, gets the sand so he can capture all of this. Uh, he can travel places, get information where he can get information. See, talking to um, the the fates, right? Mm -hmm. The three ladies uh, in different mythologies. Those are like they have strings that they can cut. They hold people's destinies or lives together. Um, and then once you get information, you can, you know, go to hell and get the helm. And then there's a wonderful fight scene, quote unquote fight scene with um, Lucifer Morningstar um, about, um, you know, what beats what other thing from Ideas. a dire wolf, which, which made me, um, uh, which made me chuckle because uh, Brienne of Tarth, the first yeah, yeah. Um, monster that he's like, I am a dire wolf, flesh eating, whatever. And then dire wolf, and then a hunter, and then a bacteria or a, oh, a, snake. a snake, serpent, and then uh, um, a, a bird, bird of prey, yeah. bacteria. And then there's like all of these things, like what goes better than the other. And even that, even that episode too is like ranks high because we tell the power of what dreams are, we tell the function of hell. Uh, what is hell? Why, why is hell different from all of us? And why do people will suffer through hell for love or something like that? Uh, there's so many. There's like 5,000 stories in just like the first four episodes. And we don't even get to. So again, the first um, first four episodes, first four to five episodes is it, uh, um, uh, getting the tools back. Mm -hmm. Right, the first three base uh baseline of what uh endless are, what gods are, what dreamings are, um, getting um the initial tools, um, and then we travel to a different world, hell. So apart from Earth, apart from the dreaming, we go to hell as well. That is part of uh of that function, and then once we get there, the the there's a mini storyline, episode five in terms of just getting the the ruby and then we see the effects of the ruby which is making dreams come true and i love that too because the ruby itself so one of roderick burgess the person that uh uh in ca uh, captured dream um had a mistress ethel Krebs, mm -hmm. uh that got pregnant and then um, they, the Ethel Cripps and his son escaped instead of being aborted. And then Ethel Cripps stole some, stole those tools that gave her wealth mm -hmm. and long life and protection, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the ruby was actually a bit of something that sounds so perfect, so great. 
-hmm. can actually be so detrimental because like the Ruben make dream makes dreams come true. And sometimes people's misunderstanding and the idea of this is power is not supposed to be controlled by one person or humanity itself because we don't understand the ripples of what we do. So the 24-7 episode five, one of my one of the best episodes is simply put, what happens when we don't lie? Right. What happens when we don't lie? If we're not lying to ourselves, or we're not lying to everybody else, everybody's the truth. Initially, it shows that if everybody's just truthful, everybody can help each other out. Everybody can be happy. Everybody can get their dream. But you know, once the longer it gets, the more people. Some people are selfish. Some people just don't know what they're doing. Some people, um, you know, do so many different things. Um, uh, it it goes awry. So I love how part of that episode was um what was that dude's name? John, right? John was the a bastard son of Roderick Burgess, son of Ethel Krebs. Uh just like I just took away lies and then and then if nobody lies, everybody can live their dream. Yeah, but sounds good at first, but yeah. Lies are just I, I love the, the stacking. Lies are just or dreams are just lies that are not true yet. So sometimes you have to dream slash lie to yourself to get through the things that you need to get through right now so that you can get to the place where you need to go in but the future. It's not only that, it's also the analysis of like you say that um it's always been said like people who are like nice but like inside because they're they're lying to some they're like pretending to be nice and uh, so, so they're kind of lying so if you strip that away you get the real them but that's not the real them the part of mm -hmm. that lying it's also them you know so it's yep. also even though i'm lying to be nice or trying to pretend to be nice i am being nice in essence you know you know what i mean like the action is still being nice and if i do that every day does that make it any less real than because inside I don't like to be like that? You know, you know what I mean. So it's a dichotomy. It's like that's what Dream was saying. It's like even though they were lying or dreaming, and there is something inside them that is the they're not showing off. That thing, that covering thing, is still part of them. So if you strip mm -hmm. it off, it's it's not them anymore. So they got I, all that, fucked up with that episode. I. I I I just love that you know in every minute every second of this series there's there's always layers because there's no real good or bad that's the good thing about what what I'm I'm looking at this we have monsters we have nightmares walking around but these nightmares are walking around built with a purpose right every time that we face a nightmare Morpheus says you know nightmares are are things that will force humanity to look at the the scariest things about their being and face it, right? Either change it, cower from it. But, you know, these are, I I, I read the books a few times. Uh, I understood the layers of this, but being told, being said by great actors, and I've listened to the audiobook too, like being told about these things has a different weight to it. So even when, when, when Dream was saying like, you know, they're not lying, they're dreaming. And then the idea of that is so, the even that small dichotomy is so profound because that's right. 
like all of our dreams are not true technically and what is not true a lie but that's not necessarily it right it's not it's not it it's not a, a dream is not a lie right so there is a way that commutative property or transitive property doesn't actually it's not really true like yes anything not true is a lie yes dreams are not true but that does not equate to each other sometimes again the dream you know dreaming is the thing that will get you through today so you can get through tomorrow to get closer to reality slash the truth so even that was like when i when i saw that episode i i really just had to stop it was nighttime i walked the park i was smiling because like that was good uh, that was everything that i wanted that that uh, that uh issue to become I mean, the issue, I, I popped open the book and I, I looked at uh, that issue. And in the comics, like it's like every hour there's a story, right? Because mm -hmm. it's 24-7, it's like 24 hours in a day. And then there was just like, what, hour 11. It was just like black, nothing happened, or uh, 2 a.m. <laughs> it's just like black, nothing happened. So it's like, great. Uh, um, yeah, I, oh my God, this is, uh, uh, you know, that's one of my favorite things to do. And perfectly casted because Lu Lupin from the Harry Potter series was the guy. Great actor. So good. Yeah. No, every I'm, I I love Jenna Coleman as Joanna. Oh, Jenna Coleman. She's her spunk. I mean, it's been mm. in, we've seen it in Doctor Who, but she's just uh, she's just on another level. Um, Gwendolyn Christie is amazing as. Oh, uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Lucifer. I can't wait to see her um, playing piano in in Living It in the. Lux. I mean, I, I heard an interview where they considered Tom Ellis actually, but oh, I think yeah, but like thematically, they just I think maybe they just couldn't you know combine it properly, which I think it's okay. It's he had this he had six seasons of Lucifer, anyways. We we're mm. getting a different Lucifer here. Um, I love Death. Death is just Death was great. Oh my god! Like, I I definitely see what they saw in her, and it. it's like of course there's those people with the the woke shit. Like, oh my god. But she was so amazing. I, yeah, go I was um uh, reading through a lot, or I was listening to a lot of podcasts about reviews about Sandman. I was looking. I saw a lot of tweets when it came out because I didn't see it till this week. Uh, mm. This has Sandman has been out for a little uh, since last Friday, so a lot of people have seen it before. Um, I, I'm not saying I agree, but I kind of understand that this is one of those things where. Even if you have not read the book, so even if you don't know which characters have been gender bent, right? Like you know, Lucy for, um, obviously super. <laughs> she was literally white in Ooh. in the comics. Uh, oh, sorry, um, uh, Death, right? She was literally white in, in the comics, and she played by African American. That did I did not take issue with that. Um, Constantine being gen, uh, Constantine. I can't say Constantine. Constantine. Um, being gentleman, I, I understand because you know Constantine fans know Constantine as this one pack a day, super dirty, super gritty kind of guy, and some people, uh, um, get attracted to that. For me, um, I you know we've already seen that long trench coat, brown trench coat type. I, for me, she was, times. she was basically Constantine except for the smoking. Yeah, well, she was she was too clean for me. Like she was too pristine. Right? Oh, she's that a white, woman. Come on, she, white coat. She, she's a right? woman, so yeah, 
yeah, she's, she's a little pristine, more. So... She's a little more kept. But, exactly. But, but the, again, story-wise, I... character-wise, value-wise, she was great. She was the same almost. Hundred percent, and, and the, they don't the... have the rights for Constantine, so you can get that. Give them a pass as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So I and for me, I prefer that this was changed because again, we have Constantine in the CW, yeah, and we that's have said, we've Keanu already, Reeves, yeah. all the DC animated series, and then we yeah. have I I I've heard a lot of of podcasts discuss like they're really really happy that they really departed from, um, like we had Supernatural for fifteen seasons in. Um, Castiel is essentially ha- like a dumb Constantine, like you know, uh, right? Before, so yeah. it's it, you know, uh, 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 because he was an angel, he doesn't know humanity, but everything else—the look, the talk, mm-hmm. the scruff—the—it's we've seen it all the time. I don't want the. We already have one cool dude with a trench coat. Let's keep him that. <laughs> but if I I I really looked at it and. 80% of the time that you're looking on a screen, it's always some woke thing. Like 80% of the characters are are women. Most of them are either queer. Uh, even the guys are also queer. So I understand some of the 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 reviews or hate things like, wow, it's a little heavy-handed where everybody is in a interracial interracial relationship. Or a same-sex relationship, or a combination of both. Um, I did not really look see it until I started hearing people look at it, and then once I heard it, it's like ah, it does look like it. But for me, I don't mind. You know why? Because every fucking one of them is great, except for one. There's one. There's only one you, character that like? I was like, uh, Lita Hall. Lita, Lita Hall. Lita Hall. I liked her. It's okay. I mm-hmm. she's gorgeous, but every time she's on screen, because Rose Walker, she was charming. Mm-hmm. She was really good. Like she didn't overact. She felt earnest, and usually earnest, like a nice young lady, is always hard to pull off because it feels like you're acting. She felt like, oh, you seem just like a like nice person when you're talking to your grandma. Which the other thing that I don't understand. Why do they call it great grandma? Isn't it just grandma? No, it's great. Um, Miranda Rose's mom was the granddaughter of, of uh, uh, oh the the granddaughter. Okay, so, so all right. Yeah, there's been she's the fourth gen. Got it. So okay. I, I was one, I, I one, thought one more that wasn't mentioned. Miranda and then. Okay, okay. I I forgot that they skipped that. So I was just like, isn't it grandma? If you're if your your daughter is Miranda, which is Rose's mm-hmm. mom, either way. But uh, I love Rose. Whenever she talks with with um, uh, Unity, right? Her great grandma, their banter, super proper. And then usually we only hear that in English shows. This one is is American, so kind of like no Floridian will be this nice to talk to their great grandma. But I believed it, um, even. The 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 solicitor slash uh, attorney Halliday, yeah, mm-hmm. his his very Englishness stiff. is very. I like. I believed everything. The only time that I kind of like am taken away from the story is Lyda Hall, which is weird because their storyline is with the the dollhouse people the the bnb people which are all fucking weird mm-hmm. you have two goth chicks you have barbie and ken 
you have a drag queen slash B and B host, and then they're more believable than just like a regular girl. <laughs> so, um, that's the only for me. That's the one character. Oh, and the, the other thing that kind of took me away, um, Matthew, I think for personally having a very recognizable voice, uh, which is Patton Oswalt as mm-hmm. Matthew was not the best choice for me. I would have preferred a different um uh a, a, like a different recognizable nerdy voice like Will Wheaton or something like that or I just I mean, felt like every I didn't mind Matthew because it was just like I thought I was like what if he died and became the Raven? No so it's like just the same but um, he did have a line like I didn't like the part where he interrupted and gave the pep talk to Dream in mm-hmm. Hell. That was a little too cheesy, as Pascal, yeah. my friend, Pascal said. Like, I just wish that Dream was the one that himself countered with the hope thing without without he didn't without needing help. But it, yeah, it was okay. it's during the hard. fight scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just every time I listen, I guess it's because like I, I he ha- his voice is everywhere. Like. He has Modoc. He has Agents of Shield. He has a he has his fingerprints all over the nerdy nerd culture stuff that it's a little too recognizable. So I kind of associate it with other things. Um, but again, luckily he's not there all the time. Mm-hmm. He's just you know he was yeah. You're right. You know what? That took me away to like a fucking crow that has just been a a a a, a crow not too long like he doesn't even know everything mm-hmm. he doesn't even know what the endless yeah. are it's never like... been to hell pep talking okay but okay it moved the stuff forward but all of those things those minor for me, yeah for me for the woke thing I, I i mean so i mean turn on other 90 percent of the other social you're gonna find white uh homo heterosexual mm-hmm. relationships without even one gay gay mm-hmm. relationship and so what if they, this is a little heavy hand they're still interesting characters they're you know you still have ken and barbie to balance yeah. things out yeah but you yeah. know yeah like, and and lida and hector also yeah, right so, uh, interracial so, relationship yeah but um um no i mean you're right for me though it's like there's just added scrutiny because it is a lot it's not the normal rate which is good because now we're we're this is yeah. what the world looks like, right? Um, the the only thing that I kind of like uh, um, was oh no, it was like and and I really don't mind it because fuck, Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer, and I read a little bit of all of her, everything that she wore, all of her robes slash gowns were designed by her husband, really? so. Yeah, so it's kind of like it's great. So like, but every line was delivered with such. There's like contempt. It's like like stab me already. (laughs) Yeah, it's like even the last episodes. Like oh, you like during the last uh, the last episode almost like the epilogue is um smart. You so you can't invade or rule the dream anything else but hell so instead of us invading the dreaming and then invading the waking world let's just make everything hell not wrong right yeah but then the, right? as you know that's just a subversion she's not gonna do that 
Yeah, but I, the idea is like when you know, not no future spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like s- smart ideas. But I'm looking at it at her acting when she she was being oh, yeah. told by her generals. Ooh, was like, ooh, you you feel that ooh, there's like mean, something just, there. As she said every every line. It's just like it's like she imagined what Lucifer would feel like for um, being a million years in hell, and she's just fed up, and she's just like. I just want to get the fuck out of here. I don't like this place. And everybody's beneath me. And I'm still stuck here. Like, it's just so... She's so pissed. And like, it's so good. I So that, and then we talked about uh, John Burgess. Like, she, he was such a believable, crazy, not crazy guy. Yeah, he just wanted justified, to yeah. Right? Like, it's like, it's it's so... It's so mind-boggling uh all the characters because there's so many stories there's so yeah. many stories across the dozens and hundreds of years and then we haven't even talked about i think i'll close about i'll close the the episode with the hobgodling story that that's it's, just in the comic books that was my favorite singles single issue like it always gets me and there's so many layers to that, you know. Like, so many e- layers. Even the the first scene where they're talking about tax, end of the world. And tax then this, you, and then 100 years the later. End, it's the same thing. It's like, oh. And then just, it made me teary-eyed in the comic, and I didn't know, I didn't expect it to be teary-eyed here. So the same thing, mm-hmm. like, that line that, you do, I know, it's, I heard it's been, it's impolite to make friends with, with a, a little emphasis on the friend. And it's the, the first time that you really see Morpheus smiling and with joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he smirked a little bit, but it's not joy. Yeah. This one, it was like, I just, I mean, so if, there's so many ways you can look at it. It's like, yeah, Morpheus was right. How dare does a puny human <sighs> think that that person, that one person is needed by an endless? Right, but in the end, in the, yeah. the in the in the last few episodes, we kind of say like, you know, we should not manipulate humanity. In fact, humanity should manipulate us. Uh-huh. Right? They created us. Right. So that's kind of like the the idea of that was like the precursor. That's why I love that it's in the middle of the episodes. And you're right. Like in the comics, my favorite was always the the walk and talk with with Dream because mm-hmm. it was just what death you mean? a warm. And fuzzy narrative way of one also like the various way that people can die. Some could be like an infant dying, a, a playing football, a, a, a guy shot. that is uh, yeah, getting okay. shot. Of course, yeah, there's one that overdose. is um, yeah in in the in the in a, in their honeymoon too. Like there's no rhyme or reason all this, but in the end, death doesn't have to be scary. And not only the death as the act of death, but death as the personification. I love the way that she looked at it as that's not a lonely job. I'm not she's alone. She's always yeah. I'm not she's never alone. Her job can never be alone. Same right? with dream. So that's hundred percent, right? So it, same with all of the endless. I Actually, think that's yeah. the episodes why that the it was smack in the middle because this is where dream kind of turns from experiencing the worst of humanity. To experiencing its function and seeing not only the worst of humanity but all and of getting, humanity. He's also getting kinder, a little bit softer, but not too much. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I, I like how they're changing, but it's not, um, it's not very 
over the top like that scene it it it, it hits me like um that scene where unity sacrifices herself for rose rose didn't yep. break down crying and stuff because if you think about it she, was, she just knew her for like a few weeks yeah. you know so and she's thankful like, yeah, she was thank- very thankful, but she was mm-hmm. not like the crying breakdown. No, mm-hmm. why are you doing this? Don't do this. Like, so it's like it's so good. I'm so- yeah, I mean the the hobgodling and then the that episode about death is going to be one of the best pieces of art, not just cinema in the future because you, it's weird how in one episode two wildly different storylines and looks about the same topic but in opposite ends like you have death picking up people that are dying and then you have this dude that just like hey what's in that you're talking in a bar and saying you know what i'm not gonna die and then he does it (laughs) all their every iteration of that second story like there's something fun and something significant and something layered happening you know the scene where I'm not a demon and I'm no Jew. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Will Shakespeare. Uh, no, the idea that you know, he, the, the, at first, like the first hundred years, he just enjoyed life. Yeah. The second hundred years, he, he got had better. Got like, he, he, he and, got no, he got reach. better. He, he, he got, he got, uh, is it the second? Oh, yeah. The second, so, got re- the second one. Uh, and then he lost his family and lost everything. The third one is when he lost, and then the fourth one was the he got better. He, again. Uh, and he learned again, right? So, and that idea too is like, I remember not enjoying it in the comic book because when I read the book, I was a little bit younger, and everything that he said is like that will fucking bore me to death. Imagine <laughs> doing the same thing over and over again, over and over again. Hundreds what, and hundreds of that's years. That's what Morpheus said. Why would somebody? Why would a mortal crave this for eternity? But then you also got I both. But both him and death. <laughs> yeah, and um, I also love the scene where, uh, he's like, uh, "Don't do slavery." It's like you're telling me what to do. It's like I thought the point was uh, live my life. That's what you're taking from them. <laughs> you're not. You're not taking away their choice. Uh, so it's like, oh, it's just... I and I'm looking forward to the second season. And I have like a hobgadling update, <laughs> like maybe it's like a a one off. Like, what are you doing now, hobgadling, Robert Gadling? Oh my god, it's it's so good. And desire, so... Uh, desire was so well cast, and she just um oh they sorry not she they, they yeah they they texted game in. Like uh, it has this DM yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. DM. <laughs> like, How see dreams do come true, bro. Oh, and we haven't Look even talked that. about the Corinthian. My God, I mean, he's I loved him. Like he, he even said he had a problem at the start acting because he had to make it look sexy. But goddamn, is he sexy? <laughs> Boyd Holbrook. Oh, I, Kudo, I, rem- like, I oh. so for me the most um, the most memorable character for him because I haven't seen him anywhere else but. Logan. Uh I saw him in Predator. I liked him in Predator. The, the twenty eighteen one with Olivia Moore. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna watch that again. I enjoyed yeah. Prey so much. I'm gonna watch that again. Um, but yeah, that was that was what I was like saying. Like he was such a good nightmare because he wasn't scary and he wasn't trying to do anything. You know, that's the weird thing about 
the the you know galt um green what was the one field of greens fiddler's green and fiddler fiddler's green and galt. um corinthian yeah they're just doing their function no they they're different one was one wanted doing his function as a nightmare but living as a human one mm-hmm. wanted to be a dream not a nightmare galt mm-hmm. And then Fiddler's Green wanted to become human from being a place. So, so I just love that in the end, right? Even Dream, like he he made Galt a dream, you know? Like, yeah, he's changing like, too. Yeah, that's why. Who who was it that said it? Was it uh who who told uh, Lucien that dream like that's close to us uh, forgiveness? Oh, Matthew. Oh, uh, 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 Fiddler's Green. Oh, Fiddler's Green, yeah. It's like as close he as said he was wrong. That's as close to as an apology as you can get. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we've always known that. Uh, I like it because like, it's subtlety. Like uh, Dream, we know Dream, even a little spoiler, but we know Dream will be kinder and nicer, but not that nice, not that mm. kind, not that soft. He's still going to be hard because in, inside he's still hard. And I think you have to be hard if you've been alive for... A billion years, trillions of years in love. Yeah, but but also the idea of it is like, it's a function. Like again, he's being nice or being bad about it. He's doing the thing that he is built to do. So, you know, there are dreams have function, nightmares have function. But you know, sometimes yeah, you there's no reason why you can't make a dream a nightmare and a nightmare dream. So it's like super cool. Um, all right, I think we we. Discussed so much, but final thoughts (coughs) and then uh, final ranking for Sandman season one. Let's give it a mass. Let's give it a 10. I loved it. It doesn't have to be perfect to be a masterpiece, but Mm -hmm. fuck if it, you know, with the high expectations, even though I tried to lower it, I mean. If it's something's near and dear to your heart, it's hard to to bring the expectations down. So yeah, I'm going with the ten. They gave us what we wanted and more with the great casting, mm-hmm. great lines. Looked better than expected. Yeah. I'm giving it a ten too. I know we you know, as 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 deeply as we discussed this episode, there are still so many things that there's so many layers in the storyline that I think even if you watch it episode by episode, like if you watch it out of order, you might not get the 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 feel real the the overarching mm-hmm. storyline. But every episode has depth and something that you'd learn. If not about an idea, but about stories, but about there's so many things that I think everybody would enjoy. The only hesitation that I would you know give people is like this is not. This is for for this is a thinking man's show, right? The more you think, the more that you reflect. You don't have to be smart. I'm not saying you need to be an mm-hmm. intellectual. It's a thinking, reflecting. The more that you meditate about this show, the more that you absorb it, the more that you listen to the words, the more that you will enjoy. Yeah, you can not, enjoy it. It's set. not like uh, Grant Morrison stuff where you have to really be in the mood and try to understand mm-hmm. oh, everything yeah. and be smart. You oh. can still enjoy this, but Good call. if you if you just reflect more, you'll get more. That, that, yeah. That's the difference. No, very good call. Like I mean, I was telling you about all of these layers. There were not 
I did not have to have a philosophy degree to understand. They sometimes even spoon feed it to you. Like mm -hmm. all of these conversations, like uh, a nightmare, you force people to face your fears, like a dream, you, you know, you force people to like move forward to get to reality, something like that. So all of these thoughts, function of death, we didn't see function of desire yet, but all of these, uh, all of these ideas, they're told to us, right? That's good. There are verbalized the concepts. Are just, so that's good too. A lot of the concepts are just so amazing. Like the, the serial convention. Oh my God. <laughs> How is that not a it's thing? So... You know, it's so amazing. Like, why not? Right? Serial, <laughs> even in the name, is no, no kids in I... a serial convention. <laughs> and then the and then uh, um, I, Gilbert, I, I was crushing AKA... on, I was crushing on uh, the good doctor. Huh? Oh, I like the good doctor. Yeah, I really like the Gilbert doctor. going in. <laughs> oh my, Gilbert walking to different is... rooms. So that 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 even that one minute session of do going into different rooms with different themes like religion women uh, uh feminist finance i think it was something like with money or something uh, uh oh yeah money. so it's like investing and then in the other one is the the feminism in in fucking uh -huh. serial killing too like, like all of this was like fucking mind-blowing it was amazing so um there's just so many more stories like those. So uh, that's the thing too. It's like, you need just to think more. You don't have to, but you're going to enjoy it. So uh, I think this is a 10. I think this is going to reap rewards. I think this is something that I'm going to watch over and over. My hope is just to keep this within three to four seasons. Right? I think it can be done. They did like uh, yeah. one and a half volumes already. I don't remember how volume two ended, but... They, mm. they they started it here already because volume two is the dollhouse and yeah it's already in there yeah so if they can keep it to like I think five three to four or, or five four, there four, you go five, like you know two volumes one and a half volumes per season I think that's perfect eight to ten episodes under an hour I, and I think they're gonna do it I think they're gonna it's great so. it's they I have know. the basis now so with that um final goodbyes Chibax? yeah um see you on our next show. All right. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Let us know what you think. Uh, hop on the comment section on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash plus six three HP, or you can tweet, Instagram message us, put some comments in Facebook as well. Our handle is at plus six three HP. Um, or we'd love your subscription on our podcasts as well. So we are on Apple, Spotify, um, um, Amazon podcast and all of your favorite podcasting apps and uh, it really helps us with the algorithms and it oh, helps man. us create a community oh, hey hey yeah, welcome welcome so you know. um, uh, um, uh, help us grow this community of <laughs> uh, awesome Ooh, it's going to be a good night in a Tweedian household um, help us grow this community of like-minded individuals that enjoy good content. Share us with your friends and family. Thank you very much, and we'll see you in the next show. Bye.